0: You don't think, think it can happen, happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road
1: rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed.
2: Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right. This DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted
1: don't think it can happen to you see it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when when the signs of time will run out within your hourglass new at 10 a hit and run caught on video and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off he was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour he nearly lost his life now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and now the host of this podcast,
0: it's Howard Drescher. Drescher.
3: I did it again, tonight. It has been almost a month since I did my last podcast show. This is two months in a row, and I can't believe it. But I've gotten a lot of people IMing me, DMing me, asking me, hey, when are you going to get back on the air again? It's been a month. Uh, we kind of look forward to your shows. So here I am. I'm going to try it again. It's This is show number 10 of the year, and this is already April. I should have already had at least 40 or 50 shows under my belt. I apologize for that, and I know that there's a lot of stuff going on. I know there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, and yes, I got to get back to it. I just felt kind of sluggish for a while. Uh, Some things just were not gelling for me uh, with with my work, and then trying to take care of uh, some of the things at home, trying to balance this, that, Uh, my priority. uh, I know where it's at, and uh, quite honestly, to tell you the truth, uh, I like doing what I do here. Um, Unfortunately, there's a lot of crazy drivers out there that keep me from stopping doing what I'm doing. And that's why I do what I do here. But at times, it becomes a burden. There's nothing worse than reporting on somebody dying all the time. Or somebody injured in a DUI crash. Or somebody hurt because of a hit-and-run driver and it takes days before the hit and run driver gets arrested. I know it takes time. Those are the facts of life. And if you look at what's going on over the last month because I have, even though that I have not been on the air doing my podcast, I've been paying attention. And it seems that there's more and more hit and run drivers out there right now people are just carelessly driving willy-nilly on their own way doing whatever they want to do i've seen it many times driving to work driving home just going to the store i see it people will pull in front of you and hit their brakes because they need to be first in line at the stoplight instead of being courteous and paying attention of where they should be at Yes, I know that for a fact. And it just never ends, and it doesn't seem that it's ever going to end. And I don't know what to do. It's I can preach until I'm blue in the face, but yet people are still going to drive the way they drive. People are still going to act the way they got. It's that me, me, me mentality. I hear about stuff in different states. Uh, we have a story today Uh that is going to be gut-wrenching because of the fact that someone lost their leg. An innocent boy lost a leg because of some jackass on a motorcycle decided to cut him off, hit him, and they both fell off their bikes. Now, the teen was on his bicycle. The motorcycle rider, the driver, the male, was on his motorcycle. They both crashed. They both went down on the ground. The motorcycle rider actually got up, got on his motorcycle, looked at the kid, and took off. Big news for that guy. Big news. We'll get to that in just a little bit. I have one more story that is going to rip your heart out at the end. It will be story number three. And my problem with this story is the fact that they were somebody that should not have been driving at the time because they were on a probation period when they got, just after they got their license. They should not have been driving alone at when it's dusk, when it's dark out there. The first six months, I remember when I had my license and I was on probation for six months, I couldn't drive at night unless I had a licensed driver that was experienced to be in the vehicle with me. And that's how it was. But nowadays, it's different. With all that said, I forgot to even mention who I am and how to follow me and all that good stuff. All right, my name is Howard Drescher. I'm the creator of distracteddriversbusted.com and, of course, this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and now tune in. Just look for the keyword DistractedDB and you will be able to find each and every one of the shows that we do here at DistractedDriversBuster.com. Again, the summertime is approaching. The 120 days of summer are coming around the corner. We need to get a handle on how we drive. And can we get driver education back in school? We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67
0: degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
2: Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the
3: DistractedDrivers.com podcast show. I am your host, Howard Dresser, the creator of DistractedDrivers.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook. You can follow me at DistractedDB, and you can get this show along with all our archive shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and TuneIn. All you need to do is type in the keyword DistractedDB. And of course, today is almost like another month since I've done a show. This is why it's a four o'clock special show today. I'm I'm recording it at three o'clock, putting it together, sending it out. It will be posted at four. Please let your friends know. Listen to this kind of podcast show. I will try to do better and get back on my horse again, if you will, and start doing more shows as I've done before in the past. Uh, Still looking forward to getting a couple of guests on the way. A couple of different stories that I've recently done, well, at least within the last month, I do have reached out, I have reached out to a couple of different people, and they're kind of interested on the show, but they just want to know, like, hey, what kind of questions am I going to ask, this kind of stuff. I never set you guys up, so if I reach out to you, more than likely, I'm going to send you the questions. Hopefully, we'll get to that. All right, our first story comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles and definitely I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And if you sit back and look at it, it kind of you know reminds me of a story that we did a while ago in regards to a motorcycle rider and a bicycle rider where they collided. Uh, I was looking for the archives on that, but this story happened just the other day, and again, KTLA Channel 5 was there. They were covering the story, and I happened to find out through the proper channels that they arrested the guy that did this and this story happened a couple of days ago i was going to go ahead and do this so i believe that the gentleman was arrested and then the next day or the next day after that they had a fundraiser for the young young gentleman for the young boy who ended up losing his leg because of the hit-and-run driver on a motorcycle. So with that said, if you really think about it, you can go to KTLA Channel 5 and look for the story in regards to this. And if you want to donate, please feel free to donate. I think it's kind of important. And hopefully this young man will be able to have some kind of normalcy when it comes to life. All right, again, this story comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Oh, just so heartbreaking. Now, police have made an arrest in the hit-and-run
0: case of a 13-year-old boy who lost his leg in a horrific crash. You may recall this happened back on March 30th when Joshua Mora tried to cross the street at the intersection of Whittier Boulevard and Orme Avenue in Boyle Heights. The motorcyclist who hit Mora was thrown from his bike and then just drove off without stopping to call for help. Police have not released any details about the suspect or how he was found, a news conference is planned for Thursday with additional details.
3: All right, and again, I want to thank KTLA, Channel 5 here in Los Angeles for that sound, and I appreciate that. And and I'm going to try to see if I can get a hold of some of that audio and play it within the next show. And I, must, I mean, for an adult to do that to a child, I want everybody to sit back and really think about it. If this was your brother or your sister or one of your parents, kids or your nieces or nephews, cousins or aunts or any kind of relationship to you. I think you'd be screaming, "Hey, I want to get this SOB and I want to put him away in jail. Look what he did to my family member. Look what he did to my loved ones." Okay? This cannot happen. Why is this stuff happening? But yet when the perpetrator does it, he probably doesn't think like that. He if he probably would have stayed there And assisted because it looks like it could have been an accident. But because he ran, now it becomes a felony hit and run. And so now the motorcyclist is going to pay the price. And unfortunately, the 13-year-old is paying the price because he lost his leg. And he's got a lot of hospital bills to pay his parents to do. He's got mountains and mountains of therapy to handle. And to go through, what are we talking about? What are we thinking about as an adult when we hear that? People should be freaking outraged. People should be up on their high horse and totally upset about this kind of stuff. I heard there's another story that I don't have the story with me now, but up in one city where there is a lot of hit and runs and DUI crashes and stuff, the city... The people themselves—they are starting to take action on that. I'm going to try to dig that up, and I'm hoping to have that maybe in the next show or two. I just got to figure out who did it and when they did it. But the idea is that people are starting to take serious steps about it. They're saying, "Look, our traditional system isn't doing enough. You take these guys, you're, you're, you you know, you you put them through the court system, you slap them on a the hand, you give them a fine. They probably skip the fine." They don't probably do any, if any, kind of jail time. And then they're out on the streets again doing more hate and discontent, more chaos, more mayhem on other people that are law-abiding citizens. A 13-year-old kid, why you didn't stop and help, whether it was a 13-year-old or a 96-year-old, it wouldn't have mattered. You have to stop and do the right thing. You just cannot take off the trauma that that kid's going through and the suffering and anxiety and and all the panic attacks that could probably be coming up with his family i'm not saying they are but the stress of how we're going to pay for all this stuff it just mounts up it's over and over and over again it's just there and people act like they don't care when they do something stupid like that because they think they're going to pay an ultimate price of going to jail or something else. But if you probably stayed there, it may have ruled in your favor. But now that you left, it's a felony hit and run. And quite honestly, I don't feel sorry for the guy at all. Now that he's arrested, we try to get some stories on Thursday, see what see what we come up with. And hopefully, I'm just hoping I get some stuff where we find out how long he's gonna end up going to jail for. You're listening to DistractedDriversBuster.com. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back.
0: Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, Hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon.
1: Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive.
0: Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
2: Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast.
3: Hi, welcome back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Director, the creator of DistractedDrivers.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. And you want to listen not only to this show, but past shows. Go ahead and dig them up in iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and TuneIn. Just type in the keyword distracted DB. Okay, this next story comes from ABC7 out of New York. And when we're talking about kids riding a bike, we're talking about teens riding a bike just as I did every summertime or after school It was a lot safer back then. People respected each other back then. Nowadays, I don't think they do. And you can see it each and every day. I really think they don't. They just, what about me, 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 me syndrome? And as long as you get that mentality of the me, me, me syndrome, you're driving with blinders on. You really are. Slow down. Take a breath. There's kids on the road. Soon, you know, summertime's coming up. Where some places are still in the Easter break, summer break. Or, uh, I'm sorry, the spring break. And yet, people act like they're oblivious to what's going on around them. They are so blindsided by this, it is so amazing that they do what they do. This story here comes from ABC7, New York. And I appreciate them for allowing me to sound. When you have a community in mourning, a community mourning or mourns, they're in mourning of a teen bicyclist killed by a hit-and-run driver. And I say to myself, when does it end? When will it end? Again, ABC7, New York. Thank you for the sound. I appreciate it.
1: When the driver of a BMW SUV slammed into him and left him for dead. For him to just hang out and come and don't make it home, it's, it's really sad. Nearly 24 hours later, disbelief consumed a basketball court steps from where Jaden lived with his grandmother, Elizabeth. Jaden was love. Jaden is love. He said, yeah, grandma, I'm a graduate. But he wouldn't have the chance. The impact of the crash was devastating. He died at the hospital. Police say the SUV's driver was just two years older than Jaden and had only a learner's permit, meaning at that hour and by himself, he had no business behind the wheel. They found the abandoned car and caught the alleged driver, 18-year-old Yasser Ibrahim, a short time later. She hit him, she kept going. He didn't stop
2: to see him. He didn't deserve it. I love you, JD! As for Yasser
1: Ibrahim, the 18-year-old unlicensed driver say was behind the wheel. He's been charged in this hit-and-run, though police will not say what they think he was doing here in Astoria in the middle of the night when, in fact, he lives all the way out in Levittown. This community wants answers to that and other questions, but first, they must grieve as they plan a funeral for a 16-year-old boy.
3: And that story comes from ABC7, New York, and I appreciate them for allowing me to sound. If you sit back, 18 years old, barely had his license, If I believe they indicated that he was still on a learner's permit. He shouldn't have been driving, and he shouldn't have been driving in that area. And late at night, he was by himself more than likely. Which kind of tells me That something wasn't right. And to be perfectly honest with you. This 18 year old. Is probably going to pay a hefty price. And the community wants to know what happened. There's a lot of unanswered questions. And I'm sure the police will get down to the bottom of it. But the bottom line is. This kind of stuff cannot happen. This is why I have pushed for going back to school and driver education out here in california they did away with that if driver education taught me how to drive if they can teach me and how dangerous a weapon is of that vehicle and how to operate it safely and they say out here in california well it costs too much well, how much is your son, how much is your daughter's life to you? How Can you put a dollar sign on it? Can you put a freaking dollar sign on it? I don't think you can. And if you can, you're a freaking idiot. If it costs you an extra three or $400 to send your kids to driver education school, in school where they can properly be tra- trained, just like we were, my generation and the generations before me and then a little bit after me, maybe we would understand. But people get behind the wheel and they think, oh, man, I'm going to live forever. I'm like Mario Andrade. I can do what I want. I can zig and zag. But then when the fatalities come, they go, oh, my God, how could this happen? Proper teaching, proper education on how dangerous the vehicle is, that to me, is the most important thing that is here. And it's here right now. You have schools that really need to have driver education and school. That's just the bottom line. And I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and contacting schools and contacting whether I got to go to the state capitol here in California, whether or not I got to contact the federal government on doing it. I'm going to be reaching out to them and trying to get things done the right way. All right, here's another story real quickly. I was going to take a commercial break, but I talked too long, so we're just going to jump into it. This story comes from K-R-O-N-4 News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Another teen who was killed by a hit-and-run driver. This teen was in her youth, She was bright, she was smart, she was a cheerleader, she was doing good, and somebody, in a blink of an eye, boom, 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 gone. She's gone. And now a family has to wonder, what could have been done differently? And now they got to wonder, will anything be done to the perpetrator that did this? Again, this story comes from KRON4 News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to
2: use the sound. Science has been charged in connection with the hit-and-run death of Pittsburgh teen Brooke Jeffrey. Science is accused of striking Jeffrey along Stoneman Avenue and taking off on the night of March 7th. At the time, the teen was walking to be picked up by her mother. It takes a weight off of our chest. We're grateful that
0: they were able to catch who did this.
2: Close family friend Kayla Lane says Jeffrey's dance team has been devastated by her death. The 17-year-old was set to compete this weekend. Her fellow dancers are keeping her memory alive through temporary tattoos of her favorite animal.
1: All he had to do was stop. And he didn't. He ran. And... He
0: just left her there.
2: Contra Costa County prosecutors officially charged Signs Friday. Deputy D.A. Jeff Colco says Signs not only took off from the scene after striking Jeffrey, but also tried to cover it up.
0: He con- attempted to conceal evidence of the crime by spray painting his uh, vehicle that was used in the collision, and then taking it to Sonoma County and attempting. Uh, to abandon it there.
2: Signs was also driving with a license that was suspended because of a DUI. Kolko says the lack of remorse in Sines' actions compelled him to ask the judge to raise the bail amount from 200000 to $1 million. And
0: it reflects the seriousness of the, the crime. There is a 17-year-old girl who is dead because of the defendant's actions. Jeffrey's
2: family and friends are hoping changes will happen at the crosswalk where she was killed. The crossing lights have not been working, and they may have been the difference in Jeffrey being alive.
3: Kind of our next step in trying to get justice for her is we want that light to get fixed. That doesn't happen to anyone else.
2: Signs is set to be back in court next month. His fiance was also arrested in connection with this case. Prosecutors say they are still reviewing charges against her. In the newsroom, Dan Thorne, Kron 4 News.
3: All right, and I appreciate that, K-R-O-N 4 News. I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. A very, very sad story that probably should not have happened. And um, it, I, you just wonder. You just wonder about people. Where are their priorities? Whatever happened to being a good citizen? Whatever happened to good morals? Whatever happened to doing the right thing? The right thing is to slow down. The right thing is to pay attention. The right thing is not to get in this situation at all. The right thing is not to put you above everybody else. Everybody else is on an even playing field. And yet, we have people that think, I need to get to the red light before you. I need to step on the gas and move it up there before you do. I need to make the left-hand turn before you. I need to pull into this parking lot before you. When does it end? Does anybody have any idea when it's going to end? Nobody knows for sure and that's the funny thing if you don't know I don't know who actually knows you're listening to distracteddriversbusted.com the podcast show I'm hoping just hoping that we cut down these stories you know I would rather like to talk about other things than distracted drivers death DUIs and hit and runs. I really do Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Don't let anyone take the sands of time within your own hourglass. There have been way too many hourglasses broken well before their time. Until the next show, please be safe. And remember, it's not about the me-me-me syndrome. Do the right thing.